0: Hey kids, on this episode of Cinemodities, Rob and Zach discuss ancient media that we only have access to through Zach's old VHS tapes. As such, please excuse the audio quality of any clips we choose to include. You may now return to your homes.
1: with Rob and Zach. This is a podcast about cinematic oddities where we discuss any media that is too bizarre, abnormal, or off kilter for contemporary audiences. Occasionally, these projects gel, most times, they crash hard into the realm of obscurity. Join us as we delve into the cult classic swamp.
0: I'm Zach. And I'm Rob. And this week on Cinemodities, we are continuing Mon Stober by Ooh. discussing something uh, that is a Zach's choice. Before we get into this, I think there's one thing we have to have to get out of the way. This is uh, quite possibly the first thing I've seen or watched for cinemodities that included commercials. So back, back, way back when, I think what was it? Titanic, sinking the myths. The commercials we only had a little bit because they were edited out very nicely. Mm, this ham is great, but here I got full frontal, just blocks <laughs> of of VHS recorded television and before we get into I would say what we're discussing today Zach can I can I briefly hit on some of these commercials because oh, I, I, I'd be disappointed if you didn't okay okay I'm glad so I I of course as I was watching you know what we're going to be talking about in more detail I was taking notes on the show and the commercials and so basically I had one one page for the show one page for commercials um I think the thing I have to say right off the bat is I hate commercials. There's a reason I stopped watching regular television. Regular, I guess. I have a. I don't. I don't know if that means, uh, or you're going to know what that. What I think that means. Um, but you see the same commercial every single time. There was some damn car commercial in this four-hour block of programming <laughs> that I think I watched like 80 times. It was ridiculous. You know, I as I got through this, I was kind of thinking, man, I should take the time and like just keep track of all these commercials and how many times we see them, and I could, like, do statistics on these commercials and how bad they are and <laughs> how much they're beating us over the head. But I didn't. Um, so, like I said, there's a bunch of commercials, a bunch of notes. I don't want to focus too much on them. There were a few that I really, really wanted to point out. I think I want to start with something that just made me laugh out loud. Totally hits 2002. <laughs> that dates oh, yeah, what we're that's... talking about. Oh, yeah. That's one of the <laughs>
1: easiest... Actually... Before Rob gets into this there's a couple of uh, specific commercials that for one of them I can actually pinpoint the exact date it aired cuz I can oh, tell cool. about commercials
0: but but continue please. Okay, so totally hits 2002. I love that, you know, well one it's it's totally hits from 2002. And the second fact that I love is that at the end of the commercial when it's telling you where you can buy it and it gives you the phone number, it has an option. It's like you could buy it on CD or cassette. So this is the time where cassettes were still available. On uh, you know, little T V commercials. It was great.
2: Totally hits two thousand and two. More platinum hits. It is totally awesome. packed with twenty hits from today's hottest artists, including Pink And Michelle Branch. It's the biggest collection of hits you'll find this holiday season. Twenty awesome tracks, including D Diddy, featuring Usher and Loon and Mario. Totally Hits 2002, more platinum hits, also includes pop sensation Usher. You'll be in heaven with hits from DJ Sammy and American Idol's Justin Guarini. Call the number on your screen and order now to get this cool CD holder absolutely free. That's 20 more platinum hits, including tracks from P.O.D. and B.B. Max. To order Totally Hits 2002, more platinum hits, called the number. There's
0: a there's another commercial that was for um uh, I it, I don't know technically what you call it, but the product itself was Mattel's Disney wonderful wonderful world of music. Oh, it the is- board game? It, it was it was more like, uh, like Trivial Pursuit electronic. Like it was kind of like a board game, but it had an electronic yeah. component. Where like this this thing would like play a Disney song, and the people playing the game would have to like guess which song it is.
2: Introducing new Disney: The Wonderful World of Music Game, with over one hundred Disney songs. Can you guess the Disney tune? Play melody as fast as you can. There's all kinds of ways to play. Sure as Blue and Mowgli sing this song. Whew. There's hundreds of questions for kids and adults. Can you name the Disney movie this song is from? Cinderella! New Disney, the wonderful world of music game, only from Mattel.
0: Where do I get this? I would love that game. I would love to play that game. I think that'd be a lot of fun. <laughs> i have to find that at a yard sale or something, right? Merchandise Spotlight. We have to go track this down now. Yeah, and see, that's I'm I'm sure I had the thought that there might be something that exists like this now. Um, it'd probably be an app. Like, you probably wouldn't be able to buy a little, like, thing, you know, in a box at good old Toys R Us, which we also get to see commercials for. <laughs> Rest in peace, right? <laughs> oh, jeez, that broke my heart. And so I, I, I don't want a current one. I want this game... Back in the early 2000s, because those are the Disney songs I know. Because I'm sure if I bought this now, if this exists, I would not know more than half of the songs. But anyway, I thought that was really, really interesting. I I would be remiss if I did not mention the Donald Trump McDonald's commercial. Oh, with, oh, that's that's the Rimmets. best commercial of all this. <laughs> we get to see it twice, <laughs> so so that's always fun.
1: I put together some really impressive deals. But this thing you've pulled off,
2: it's amazing. A Big and Tasty for just a dollar? How do you do it? What's your secret? You're a man of few words. I like that. Got a buck? You're in luck. Because you can get a delicious, beefy, big and tasty or a McChicken sandwich for just a dollar every day at McDonald's. Purple.
0: Very, very powerful. But, you know, Donald Trump talking to Grimace about how he, he's great at making deals, but the dollar menu is a fantastic deal. I mean, it's it's awesome. You can't you can't not enjoy that. Right. <laughs> well, I first saw that because, again,
1: uh, Rob saw two blocks of this show. and We'll get into the history of the show in a moment. But when I saw that commercial, I thought I had found the Ark of the Covenant. I like <laughs> I like, flipped out. I'm like throwing like ch- chairs through windows. I'm like, how on earth is this not the greatest piece of marketing in existence?
2: Yes. And then
1: when I typed it into YouTube and so like it's been uploaded like 300 times, I'm like, how on earth was this not a thing during the presidential campaign? Considering all the nonsense that was dredged up for that, how is this not a hallmark of it?
0: Yeah, I was thinking the same exact thing. I, I really, I'm sure, like you said, it is it is on YouTube. I didn't look it up, but, you know, I was kind of, I, I assumed or knew, basically, that it was up there. Uh, but I had never seen this, I think, except maybe back in the day and until watching these files. <laughs> Fantastic it's great. commercial. It's, it's, it's great. We might have to, that might have to be peppered in in the background, um, reversed somewhere at the outro. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if Donald Trump sues us. <laughs> we can only hope. Okay. Uh, so the next one I want to talk about, well, I think the only, the only ones that I have left, um, there's, there's two commercials that I have to mention, because they're about education. I've kind of forgot that education commercials used to exist. <laughs> but, yeah. did, but they did, you know, it's kind of something I just repressed when I had to work on, you know, how do I educate people. But there's two of those I want to talk about. And there was one commercial that actually blew my mind. Well, I guess hooked I, should, on phonics. I should say, no, it wasn't hooked on phonics. <laughs> it was actually the milk commercial. <laughs> there was one commercial that blew my mind. I'm doing air quotes. A commercial blowing my mind is like, I don't know, the, uh, like the equivalent of me, I don't know, figuring out like a crossword puzzle answer. Like it's it's not truly mind blowing, but you're like, huh, that's neat, and it's pretty interesting to find a commercial that can do that because usually commercials just make me want to. Like stab my eyes and my ears and things like that. So the education commercials, I got to mention, we get to see a math is power commercial. I I, I did not remember math is power until seeing this commercial, but I remember kind of getting that a little bit in like elementary and middle school, I think. I remember that slogan. But the math is power commercial is basically they are describing people in jobs by like what math they studied in high school like not even college
2: hey uh i got a fillet of soul and a cracked crab for a mr studied higher math back in school and now can order expensive lunches and charge it to the company he's in a meeting i'm has never studied algebra calculus or any other kind of math now i'm stuck in this dead-end job assistant can you sign for it it's about the only thing i'm qualified to do that and answer phones for mr ap calculus and number theory expert with the big office upstairs
0: have a good one you too but that, but that's the thing I want to point out. That they say that one of the things that you should study to have a successful career is number theory. Uh, no. <laughs> Just no. You 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 might have a very successful career in the field of abstract mathematics, but that will never help you for an industry job, number theory. Maybe a specific piece of number theory knowledge will help you, but if you get a degree in number theory or study it in high school... And then you go out into the real world, no one will know what that is. I studied it. I've said to people I've studied number theory, and they look at me and they think I'm an idiot because they think, why are you studying numbers? <laughs> like, we know numbers, right? Fun fact, we don't actually know numbers. But uh, that threw me for a loop because I think that's in, like, the first half hour of the, all of the stuff that I watched. The other one that I mentioned might be the most ridiculous commercial or the other one I have to talk about might might be the most ridiculous commercial I've ever seen. We get to see it twice, thank God, so I could remember it. But basically, this kid in like middle school or early high school, he's talking oh to his he's talking to his friend. Oh boy. And his friend's like, are you ready for the test in science today? So you ready for the science test? That's next week, man. No, it's today. Oh no.
2: I need to get ready for your test? Get an iQuest handheld from LeapFrog. Just choose your publisher, textbook, and chapter. Hey, Josh. Can't talk, I'm studying. What is the okay. name for the
1: center of an atom?
2: An iQuest gives you study questions <laughs> for each th- chapter of most 5th through 8th grade textbooks. And with no, a built-in yeah. dictionary calculator and scheduler. That's today, right? That's next week. It'll help keep you organized. The iQuest handheld, also available with SAT prep.
0: He runs to his locker to, to pull out this Game Boy-looking fucking thing. <laughs> And he loads in a science cartridge and the rest of the commercial is we see him studying with this in school. Like, no, like that's never going to happen. I get that these commercials are geared more towards the parent because they want the parent to be like, oh, that's a great idea. I'm going to buy that for my kids so they can do it. But no fucking kid is doing this ever. (laughs) Right. Like this thing gets stolen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that I guess that's a good point. No one's doing this in school. Like no one's taking time during their lunch to study with their Game Boy-looking thing. It would get stolen. Some other kids would be like, "You got a Game Boy? They're gonna they're gonna take it from him." And then when they see it's not a Game Boy and he's uh, doing questions about like atoms and shit, they're gonna break it. <laughs>
2: Damn! I can't figure out the atomic mass of this motherfucking deuterium. Shit, man! That shit's simple. Look okay. it. What? What? What's the I made up of? Uh, a proton and a neutron. Then what's this motherfucking electron doing right there? I don't know. But get out of there, then! Okay, so you saying I add up the atomic masses of the proton and a neutron, right? Mm-hmm. I seize that, but what do I do with the goddamn electron? Can I bring it over here? Enrico Fermi'd roll over in his motherfucking grave if he heard that stupid shit. I mean, he'd just turn over ass up in your face. He wouldn't give a fuck. Man, Jamal, man, just cut my man some slack, dog. Look here, man, I'm just trying to help him save face, all right? I mean, you know, he keep asking questions like that. Motherfuckers gonna think he's
0: stupid. stupid. It was the least believable commercial I've ever seen. It was so ridiculous. Uh, it just blew, blew me away that that was kind of like how they were pitching that. Oh, man. Do you remember that one? Did that one stand out to you, Zach?
1: Oh, yeah. I I, I remember a lot of these commercials. Rob doesn't remember that. I've had this tape now for for Uh, over –
0: for 15 years. I guess guess that's true, that you haven't edited out the commercials. Maybe you have some weird affinity for them.
1: (laughs) Oh, well, no. I've edited out the commercials. Rob just got stuck. He got lobbed the hot potato.
0: (laughs) Great, great. I love it. Okay. I got one left, and it's the one that blew my mind. Surprisingly enough, it's the Milk commercial. The Got Milk commercial? If you remember Got Milk, that slogan is that still around? Like- nah, that slogan's been gone for a while now. Okay, so the slogan's been gone, but like people, I, I, people still know it. Like we can talk about Got Milk, and people will know what we're talking about. <laughs> I,
1: wouldn't, I, I wouldn't go that far. I think you, maybe a hand, You show people the, the ads. Maybe you show maybe like uh, six or seven ads. They might get it, but I do not think it's a. Uh, it's okay. not. Where's the beef?
0: It ain't Apple, nineteen eighty four. Okay. Okay. Well, we do get a got milk commercial. The reason this got milk commercial blew my mind, like I said, is that it really, it really kind of threw me for a loop. It really hit me with the bait and switch perfectly. The commercial starts with a guy like handing over a package to uh, you know FedEx or a UPS type uh, delivery service, and there's a shot where he looks directly in the camera, the guy with the package, and very sincerely and emotionally, and I think there's a little musical flourish, he's like, and don't forget, it's fragile. And then, of course, the, the commercial goes on to basically show the shipping company just beating the crap out of this package. Like, you know, it doesn't. It lands on the floor at every chance it gets. It gets hit by other packages. And, you know, like I think right before it gets delivered, the delivery driver is like shaking it and holding it up to his ear like as he's at the door of the house. And so the whole time this commercial is going on, and it, it's pretty comical. I just love the idea that the guy's going to deliver your package and he's shaking it while waiting for you to answer the door. <laughs> I'm like, okay, this is going to be for actually FedEx or UPS. It's going to be a commercial that's like, every other shipping company sucks because they damage your package. Use our service. But no, it turns out that the guy at the door who gets the package is the same guy who sent it. And when he opens the box, it's a fucking bottle of chocolate milk on ice. <laughs> but the ice has not <laughs> melted. The ice is still there.
2: All righty. Same day. And remember, it's very fragile. Right.
1: What do you mean to get in a fight in school?
0: Thanks. Shake stuff up. Text on the commercial, like, the whole screen goes, like, shake things up, got milk, and that's the commercial. And I was sitting here like, oh, my God, (laughs) like, it's just fucking, like I said, the bait and switch hit me perfectly. I had, I never would have guessed in a million years that this was a fucking milk commercial. I honestly thought it was going to be for shipping or something, but no, you did it. You did it, Zach. I didn't want to watch commercials. But I found one I liked. What what a time to be alive. 2018 when we're watching commercials from 2002. <laughs> Those are all the commercials I wanted to talk about. Were there any that you had in mind, Zach? Uh,
1: as I look at the runtime of how long we've been recording this. <laughs> no, the, the there's a couple of commercials. Like at the trying my I've kind of grown uh, used to a lot of the co- commercials. So it's like, okay. oh, some of them are cute. Other ones aren't. Yeah. Uh, in the first block... There's not. There's a couple here and there that like, like it's. Uh, there's the BB Max song, which is like, <laughs> I, I think a Disney like pushed brand. Uh, remember them? Like that's one that always like that one part oh, yeah. that totally hits. That really, I, I just on onto me. The Nick Carter solo album. I remember <laughs> that for some reason. Now or never, the new solo
2: album from Nick Carter, featuring the hot new single "Help Now or never from Nick Carter october
1: 29th. there's a triple image commercial i don't know what i didn't know what that was at the time and i still don't know what that is I,
0: I, the only thing i can gather is that it is a like a girl band
2: hot from wire records check out the brand new release "Celebrate" by the sensational new group triple image from the man who brought you NSYNC and Britney Spears comes another unstoppable music force. Feel the energy. Join Bridget, Britney, and Brianna, three girls who just want to have fun. You can buy it today for $17.95 plus $4.95 for shipping and handling. Call one cool cds to order your copy and you'll receive a free triple image poster with your paid order. This CD is hot and is available now to own. That's one eight seven seven cool cds to get yours. That's one eight seven seven cool CDs to get yours. So check out the girls from Triple Image and don't be the last one
1: standing. <laughs> but like, oh, it take, it's, yeah, it's weird it's like one of those things where it's, like, it's a, a girl band with a following yeah i've never heard of it before like, i mean yeah, like, even yeah. at the time i remember being like what i was, as we all know my uh, specific taste in music i knew all the girl bands at the time mm-hmm. and i never heard that one before like they weren't even like because you get introduced to people like nickelodeon or disney channel never heard of them before i guess it was like a very early version of like uh, a simon Cal x-factor or it was okay. like, oh, like, like a producer brings these. Like, I'm um, maybe even before that because I know uh Diddy did that a lot. Mm-hmm. He'd bring a bunch of like women that we had that had nice voices together. But I guess it was a version doing it with like preteens. But who knows? Yeah, uh, tune I in next week. We find really out the history either. of that whoever the band is whose name I already forgot. Yeah, and we're gonna see. If, we're gonna see if they have a TV movie. <laughs> we can only hope, like S Club. <laughs> uh no like really no the commercials are really like ones that that get my attention mm-hmm. uh, I'll probably as soon as we're done recording this i'll regret saying like oh wait i try to forget about that commercial <laughs> hey guys zach's right he completely forgot about one commercial he wanted to talk about and that's the clorox commercial
2: mama keeps our house sparkling like sunshine mama keeps house. Fresh like the springtime. Mama keeps our house clean with the magic. Mama's got the magic of Clorox. Clorox disinfecting wipes. Unlike paper towels, they're a better way to wipe because they don't just clean, they disinfect. Clorox disinfecting wipes. Mama's got the magic of Clorox.
1: I remember this commercial ever since it originally aired in 2002. Because I, to this day, I will go around yelling at people, or anytime somebody's cleaning, Mama's got the power of Clorox. And at the time, I was amazed by that because I like to admit the, the mental image I uh, created for myself 16 years ago was a mother having Clorox and she's using it like a weapon against anything that gets in their way. Because if Mama has the power of Clorox, like Mama's like, Getting out grease stains, she's getting out like uh, uh, grass stains on socks. She's at the grocery store, and someone buys the last jar of like pickles. She spritz them because she has the power of Clorox. Uh, Dad refuses to take out the trash. She sprays him with the Clorox because Mama has the
0: power of Clorox. Okay, oh oh okay. I'm a little bit baffled. <laughs> I didn't I didn't know Zach had such a history with this, but I like where he's going with it. I want to pitch him one thing. You know what honestly comes to mind when you tell me of this, I don't know, mid-tier superhero that can shoot Clorox? I guess, is that the power of Clorox, first of all, that they can just shoot bleach out of their hands? I don't know where it shoots out,
1: though, but I'm pretty sure they have, they, have, they can control the Clorox to some capacity. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, well, um, you remember we saw that movie, Sicario Dos, Day of the Soldado?
1: Yes, Day of the French Fry.
0: Yeah, and there was, uh, there was um, uh, like, a mom that drove a minivan to get one of the kids back across the border. I think that was Clorox mom, because that's oh. the only way she could be safe, right? If she oh, had the she... power of Clorox to defend herself against the cartels in the middle of the night? That definitely
1: makes sense. I don't know if it works against cartels. <laughs> I'm not sure how powerful Mama
0: is in her power of uh,
1: Clorox against... Oh.
0: Oh, like so, so clor- Clorox isn't even something that's very strong, is what you're saying. No, this is like, the def- this is like, <laughs> not even like a D-level villain. This is like, a,
1: <laughs> this is like, a, a kind of like, I don't know, E bordering on like F. <laughs> oh,
0: oh, man. Oh, man. Well, um, uh, you think, you think it'd be a villain? The Clorox mom would be a villain? Well, clearly good guys aren't going around spraying Clorox in people's faces. Well what if the good guys are spraying Clorox in bad people's faces? I don't know. I don't think anyone deserves an eye eyeful bleach. <laughs> I mean, does anybody deserve like, you know, a, a Spider-Man web to the face? Yeah, but that doesn't like visually do you impair you for your lifetime. You mean? Yeah. You mean? Yeah. <laughs> well how do you know? Have you ever got a Spider-Man web to the face? No, but I can definitely imagine what bleach-to-the-face feels like. Uh, yes, and uh, I would I would say that they might be comparable. They might be equivalent. Maybe Spider-Man's webbing is an oxidizing agent. Who knows? But he's not a mama, and he doesn't he have the not. power of Clorox. He's not. He's not. So, okay, so Spider-Man and Mama Clorox, is that what we're calling her? Mama Clorox? I
1: think it's just Mama's Got the Power of Clorox. you got to say the whole thing. It's oh, that's it's the whole
0: name. Things. Okay, so it's Spider-Man it's- versus Mama's Got the Power of Clorox.
1: It's kind of like the artist formerly known as Prince. You have to go <laughs> with the whole thing, or you don't go with it at all.
0: Okay, okay, I like it. So coming to a newsstand near you, Spider-Man versus Mama's Got the Power of Clorox. <laughs> and there's a coupon for Clorox inside. But
1: the one I won't bring up is because Rob uh, very angrily sent me a Facebook message at like two in the morning. It's like Zach, there's a main street, there's a restaurant on Main Street. I need to know where Main Street is. <laughs> and so I had no idea where this restaurant was um, because when I recorded all this, I was still living in Florida. Mm-hmm. And uh, peeked behind the curtain. Over the last like couple weeks, I've been going through my father's like VHS collection. There's a couple things that he recorded off TV at the time and some of the fun things like they'll be this is not on this this is on another uh video that was recorded i think somebody recorded a lifetime movie and i was watching it totally because i wanted to see the commercials
2: <laughs> and
1: while i lived in florida there was a bunch of uh I, um, landmarks that just stood out to me but one of them was, was there was a used car dealer that had like i guess it was it was like an office i don't know if it was an office or whether it was retrofit or maybe built at the time i don't know but it had a very unique structure it had like a blue pointed roof Okay. It just always stood out. There was a used car lot, nothing special. Mm-hmm. And as I was watching this commercial, it's like, oh, come come visit us. And they gave the exact address of where this place was located. I'm like, oh, with today's technology, I can just type it in the Google Maps and see if it's still there. Mm-hmm. And probably one of the most heartbreaking things of my life, I type <laughs> it in, and it's now a racetrack gas station. <laughs> <laughs> Completely leveled, the building gone, everything unique gone for a gas station. The most homogenous building structure you could possibly imagine.
0: Not a, and, what about a Starbucks?
1: <laughs> they don't really clear land for
0: Starbucks anymore. Okay, Maybe a okay, Dunkin' that's Donuts. Fair. That's fair. No, Maybe there's have- a. There, maybe there's a starbucks in that gas station that you know or, you can't see from the pictures you found online
1: that you know? or a subway we can only tell. <laughs> yeah yeah uh, but there's a bunch of stories i have from when i lived in florida where things very specific landmarks that i grew up that are now gone either to uh wall, a lot of walgreens is a lot of things i grew up with are now gone and walgreens now takes their place okay um but that's that's the for now that's that's the podcast after the girl band group podcast <laughs> we'll get to that Uh, But no, the the, the Rob Main Street restaurant, so I figured this is after I found out about the used car lot place being gone. So I'm like, okay, I looked I found the ad eventually. I looked into it, it's like like Main Street, Newport Ritchie, and it's like three blocks north of
0: US 19, or three, it's Main Street, three blocks north. Yeah, it's like the most vague piece of information. It's so weird to hear in a commercial. That's what it got my attention. Well,
1: the only thing I can think of, because obviously the restaurant's long gone, mm-hmm. and the only thing I can think of, because it's funny, is that uh, oh God, this is so specific and so freaking off-topic. Um, <laughs> the uh, US-19 runs north to south, and so did Main Street. So to say something's north of Main Street, oh, I don't, like it's like, oh, three blocks north of Main Street. And Main Street ends, so like I'm like, okay, three blocks, because it ends, and it says three blocks north of it. So I'm like, okay, because it's also Florida. This isn't like a metropolitan city. This is like definition of suburbia. Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, how do I even do this? Because there's like different like side streets where it's just like residential. Like I didn't know how to do it until eventually. I'm like, I guess it's just the first three streets because they're not conventional blocks. Yeah. And I found like a little plaza. So I'm guessing it was there at one point. Okay. Uh, Google Street View doesn't go as far back to tell me where this is. So I, <laughs> it's, it's a mystery as to what the specific location of this restaurant ever was. Yeah. But I have a general idea, which kind of bothers me that considering that I was able to pinpoint the date of when the second block of episodes was recorded, yeah. I don't know. The fact that I don't know the specifics of where that restaurant is bothers me slightly. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: The best quality food at a fair price. Nico's Place Restaurant and Bar, three blocks north of Maine on US 19.
0: Okay, okay. I I think that might be what they were going for. Like, part of me thinks this was a joke ad. <laughs> it's so weird. It's just because uh, like the the rest of the commercial before this, where it gives us its location, if you want to call it that, it's just like pictures of food and the prices. It's very strange for a commercial. I feel you know. I, it is two thousand two commercial, and like you said, it's it's not in a, a huge area, but it just stood out to me as so strange.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a wonky. Yeah, like, even as I was watching it, it's, just, it, look, it's early two thousands uh, amateur marketing.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's that's a great way to put it. <laughs> amateur marketing at its most amateur. <laughs> Definitely. Uh,
1: but twenty minutes later, not even joking. After
0: we've discussed commercials, let's well, I, I call- have one more. I have one more God question. I have it. one more question. God damn it! Because. Because in these block of episodes, we get to see 80 million commercials for the four hours of Sabrina the Teenage Witch movies that are going to air at some point. Did you, watch, did you watch those? The
2: Teenage Witch conjures up a magical double feature that takes you around the world. First, Sabrina goes to Rome. What are you doing? Making a wish come true. Then, it's off to Australia with Sabrina down under. I had no the man. Oh, and the giant fish tail didn't make you at all suspicious. The Sabrina double feature tomorrow, starting at six five central. Part of the Thirteen Nights of Halloween on ABC Family.
0: I need to know. Did you watch? Did you have those
1: taped? All right. Um, <laughs> as I was watching this, I found it. Uh, I found it amusing at certain points. Like Rob airs, it actually bumpers the show numerous times. Oh my god, it's so many fucking times. I, I was actually quoting Sabrina's friend, I didn't know he was a mer-man. I had no
2: idea he was a
1: mer-man. <laughs> I, I, if I said that once, I had to have said it at least a dozen times. And <laughs> to the point where I'm actually, I was going around over the last week just repeating to myself, I didn't know he was a mer-man. <laughs> to the point where I actually want to go find this movie now and know the context <laughs> behind
0: this line. Oh man! Yeah, I mean, you. I think you hear this. I don't know, probably two hundred sixty-five times throughout the whole, the whole four hours of files. That, that I'm pretty watched. sure
1: this, that <laughs> clip will be sprinkled into this, much like this ham is delicious was in the yeah. Titanic sinking in this interview. It, it got yeah. discussions were? Yes. Okay. Ah, uh, yeah. That's definitely. I didn't know he was a murder man. I'm pretty sure that's to be written on my tombstone. Well I think that was my senior quote. If, if I'm not mistaken. If you go back to our senior yearbooks, I'm pretty sure that's what was written.
0: Okay. Right on. So it's gonna. We have that as a cinematography slogan, and Wonder Woman as a cinematography slogan, I and the ham. That in a while. The ham clip. Good. We got a good. We got a good list. We'll have to keep track of those too, along with all our foods. But all right, Zach. Now all that right. we've gotten commercials out of the way. After 20 minutes of BSing.